Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Foul Ball Podcast, and I suppose it's time to talk about the Celtics' loss the other night. I was kind of dreading to do this, but you know what? It is time to do it. So, if you watched the Celtics game not too long ago, you could tell the excitement right around this game, right? All about the game and what was going to happen, what the expectations were for both teams, Especially the Celtics, they were 7-0 after the loss, and the Warriors were, I believe, 6-0 after the loss. And guess what? The Celtics couldn't maintain their massive and very dominant record of losing and then winning. Because, like I said, the 7-0 covers the entirety of the playoffs, right? Obviously not the season, but just the playoffs itself, the Celtics are 7-0 after a loss in the playoffs. And so I was excited about that. It was exciting. It was good. It was fun. We were going to go up 3-2 to two in the NBA Finals Series record, come back to Boston, and win the entire thing. I mean, the the setup for us was perfect. Perfect. Because like I said, we were going to win in Golden State, shock them again on their own home court, and then come back and win the game on our own home court. And just so we knew, we won it. That was when the NBA Finals was going to be done and over with. But no, that didn't happen. So now the Celtics season is on the line. We are down, like I said, 3-2. to two, Or if you want to do it the other way, 2-3. to three. And yeah, this is it. This is the game. If we, obviously if we lose to tomorrow on Thursday, you know, then it's... Then it's it. It's not fun to think about. Um, you know, just knowing the impact that tomorrow's game has. And I know that the Red Sox will be playing a 135 game in lieu of what's going to happen with the Celtics. You know, with having two games in Boston on the same day is definitely going to be a lot to handle in terms of traffic and people coming in and out and all that fun stuff and so the Red Sox moved their what was supposed to be 7-10 game up to 135 in order to hopefully get some folks kind of situated in the uh, in the Fenway Park area to either head to like the North End to the TD Garden if they had tickets for that, that game or elsewhere wherever they want to go so it'll help kind of manage all the people coming in and out which is good. Uh, that's a win, I think, on their part before the game. And so if we quickly just talk about the game on uh, that the game that took place the other day, right? Um, you know, we'll briefly discuss, you know, some of the issues that, that they have with that. Because the problem initially, right, they, they need to be out, outpacing the Warriors, right? They need to be fast-paced. They have the height. That's fine. There's been games in this series so far where they've had good matchups. You know, the right players on the Celtics are playing the right players on the Warriors. So that's okay. But, you know, if we can't maintain that high speed of play and keep the Warriors off their toes and leaving them essentially flabbergasted, then we're not going to win. And that's obviously been what's happening the last... The last two games, really. And so, we like losing by 10 points. I don't know why. And this thing, too. We lost by 10 on 
Monday. And, you know, we, we can't make free throws, right? That's another big thing to talk about is free throws can help win games. And that proved to be so true. Because there was a point in the game where we did shoot 10 free throws. And guess what? We missed basically all of them. And the 10 points would have tied, essentially technically tied the game. And it was frustrating. So we lost 94 to 104. First quarter, Boston was outscored 16 to 27. Boston was outscored again in the second quarter, 23 to 24. Boston outscored the Golden State Warriors in the third quarter, like I said, um, 35 to 24. And in the fourth quarter, uh, we were the Celtics were outscored 20 to 29. So, like I said, free throws, free throws costed us in a point of the game where it mattered. We got to make those. Jason Tatum. Missed a good handful, which, you know, he's, I, I know I've said this before and I'll say it briefly again. He's made his pre- presence every once in a while, but Jason Tatum is not playing the way that Jason Tatum wants to play. And that's a big, like, key area of concern. So if we want to continue, you know, a couple, the next two games as a successful unit, we need, definitely need Tatum back, right? And then, so like I said, Tatum making a pre- bigger presence. Free throws. And free throws then lead me to fouls, right? They're, the Warriors are basically creating their own game. I'm going to call this Warriors ball instead of basketball. Because there were so many moments during Monday night's game where time and time and time again, there should have been penalties called. There should have been a technical or two called. And the referees were just standing there waiting for, like, butterflies to fly around. So, I don't know who chose this officiating unit or whatever. But, yeah, they're just not... It's kind of like the NFL. They're not doing anything when it matters most. They are making the wrong calls. And so, that's obviously the next thing. And then the last thing that I think I want to talk about in terms of Monday night's game was simply the turnovers. Again, when either team turns over the ball, it just leads to another turnover and another turnover and another turnover. And therefore, whoever whoever turns the ball over the most is going to lose, right? And for the last couple of games, it's been the Celtics. There's been a game or two where it's been the Warriors, right? And we've seen it on both ends. They're both obviously good teams with good rosters. And... Once the team just decides to misuse the ball and be, I guess, sloppy with the ball, stuff like that's going to happen. Stuff like that is going to prove itself to be true, and the team's going to lose. And can I mention that Steph Curry basically didn't score any points on Monday night, and they still like beat us? I mean, they just that's just a testament to the Warriors, and you know, I think, but. At the end of the day, if you know if you do a good enough job holding down Steph Curry, why can't you hold down literally the rest of the team? And not only was Steph Curry not shooting basically anything, Draymond Green fouled out yet again. Yet again. This is like his second or third time fouling out. 
So you have Draymond Green out. You have Steph Curry not doing anything. He was on the bench for a while because it got to a point where the Warriors knew he's not going to be doing anything. So what are we doing? Like, are we even there to play or care or anything like that? So Celtics have to step it up Thursday night, tomorrow. Uh, Obviously, that definitely goes without saying, you know, the stakes uh, of the game. And so... If you go to the game, have fun with it. It should be very fun. I know the tickets are currently pretty expensive. Um, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be an intense game. Um, hopefully we get to do another video here in a couple of days regarding a win. And then hopefully we can do another video after that where, or you know, another recording where, you know, Celtics are NBA champions. But... Like I say, take it one game at a time, one step at a time, you know, and that's the best thing I think we can all do at the moment. So let's go Celtics. Let's go Celtics.